How's it going everyone? Welcome to another episode of Take a Wild Guess, the show where I tell you the story of an object, a place, a historical event or a name and you guess what I'm talking about. Today's episode is called The OG Doge. Before we start with the story, let us clarify the title a bit. So for those of my listeners who are actually unaware of internet slang, for all practical purposes, OG means original. And Doge is a popular internet meme which has recently entered public discussions because of the Dogecoin cryptocurrency. Today's episode is about economic bubbles. So it is also necessary to clarify that the title might be a bit of a misnomer because Dogecoin cannot be conclusively called a bubble, at least not yet. Anyway, today we are talking about the first financial bubble in recorded history. The first one to have burst at least. Do you know what I'm talking about? If not, listen on. Maybe you will figure it out by the end of today's story. And even if you don't, you can always take a wild guess. So let's dive in. Okay, now before we begin with the story, let's talk about a few terms in as simple words as possible. The first one is an economic bubble. So according to Investopedia, an economic bubble refers to a situation where the price for something, it may be an individual stock, a financial asset, or even an entire sector, market, or asset class as a whole, exceeds its fundamental value by a large margin. Usually this rise is very rapid and it is based on two major factors, speculative interest and access to easy credit. Now what speculative interest means is that people are buying assets simply on the belief that the price of the asset will continue going up even when there is no fundamental reason to believe that it will. It is based on the greater fool theory actually. This theory says that people tacitly accept the fact that they are fools because they are purchasing something which is very overpriced only on the hope that over time a greater fool will come by and will be willing to purchase the asset from them for an even greater price. What's funny is that when the bubble is booming, usually this works. Except when one fine day you reach a point where there are no greater fools left. And like a game of passing the parcel, the last fool is left with an overpriced worthless trash. The dot-com bubble of early 2000s was caused by speculative interest. And the housing bubble in the late 2000s was caused by an en masse defaulting on mortgages by Americans who had very bad credit rating and shouldn't have been granted those loans in the first place. Listeners may read up more about these bubbles later, but spoiler alert, both of them burst. Now the Dogecoin and other cryptocurrencies are currencies, right? Meaning they have no intrinsic value at all and are valuable only because two parties agree to trade a product, service, asset or even other currency in exchange of the cryptocurrency. This is the same as cash or more aptly gold where we can buy stuff with it but at the end of the day it has almost no practical purpose other than making jewelry. Now a question for you guys. Guess which quizzer slash podcaster is invested in crypto and is hoping that it doesn't turn out to be a bubble. Just kidding. Anyway, let's talk about our story now. Now this story is from the place that was the most prosperous and technologically advanced civilization in the 17th century. It had the highest per capita income of that time. The asset in question is actually a plant. It was brought into Europe from Turkey somewhere in the 1500s. It became popular as it had many varieties and could be grown in the harsher European climate. So the wealthy of this area started growing it and it soon was considered a status symbol. 
even though it didn't really serve any purpose there was one variety which was quite difficult to produce and it took 7 to 12 years with very high maintenance to grow it in order to make sure that they didn't have to compete with other traders for the availability or buy the commodity at a higher price what the traders did was they signed a contract with growers in advance somewhere between october to may that they will buy the produce at a fixed price next june irrespective of what other traders were offering so if you have some knowledge about the derivatives market you know that this is the basis of futures contracts actually this product led to the development of the first formal futures market in the world the market grew rapidly because it was fueled by the foreign demand for this commodity to the point that at its height a futures contract for 40 units of the product was sold for 100000 florins by comparison at the same time 1 ton which is 1000 kilograms of butter cost 100 florins and 8 fat pigs cost 240 florins a man was said to have offered 12 acres of land in exchange of the futures of a single unit of the most expensive variety eventually as a bubonic plague epidemic spread in europe people made even riskier bets on the futures and the demand and value of this commodity fell dramatically many were left with some really really overpriced plants which served no purpose do you know what is the commodity being talked about even if you don't take a wild guess the answer is tulips rather the tulip bulbs from which grew the flowers which became a fad in 17th century dutch republic which is the modern day netherlands and resulted in the first economic bubble popularly known as the dutch tulip mania now a quick fact check here some of the stories mentioned in this episode have been claimed as an exaggeration by some authors notably by ann goldgar in her 2008 book tulip mania one of the most important bones of contention is that the maximum recorded price that the tulip bulbs fetched was only 400 florins which is still a lot but not quite as high if you like this episode please subscribe and share it with your friends Till next time I'm your host Chaitanya Ganu and this is Take a Wild Guess